0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Dara L. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Tuesday, January 17th, and we are reading from the big book, page 55, the fourth paragraph. We can only clear the ground a bit. The consciousness through the consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. Today's readers are Nancy T. is reading The Twelve Steps, Evelyn B. is reading The Twelve Traditions, Nancy P. will be the reader of the text, Ramona A. will read A Vision for You, Rachel P. is our beloved backup, and thank you, too, to Ken WH, who's greeting our newcomers, and Nancy C., who is hosting the second hour. The reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, January 6th, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, is 19,856. And the 10 a.m. meeting reference number is 19,857. The OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome anyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. Nancy T., would you please read the 12 steps for us?
1: Thank you, Dara. Thank you for your service this morning, and good morning, everybody. Nancy T., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Lewiston, Idaho. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. 6 were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. and to practice these in all our affairs. Thank you so much, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Nancy T. for reading. Um, I will now ask Evelyn B. to read the 12 traditions of OA. Go ahead, Evelyn.
2: Good morning, this is Evelyn B. from Southeastern Massachusetts, recovered one day at a time. One, our commonwealth should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, declining outside contributions. 8. is Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. is Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And thank you for this opportunity to do service, past
0: Oh, great. Thank you so much for reading, Evelyn B. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the Big Book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book on page 55, the fourth paragraph, beginning with we can only clear the ground a bit and reading through the consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. Um, I will now ask Nancy P. to begin reading. Go ahead, Nancy.
3: Hi, good morning, Dara. Good morning, everybody. Nancy P. Recovered in West Newton, Massachusetts. We can only clear the ground a bit. If our testimony helps sweep away prejudice, enables you to think honestly, encourages you to search diligently within yourself, then, if you wish you can join us on the broad highway with this attitude you cannot fail the consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you dare if you could time me um that would be great um so i didn't know that i was prejudiced i just thought i already knew everything about what this book was about and i wasn't necessarily against anything i was just more in favor of my own opinion than I was against anything else. I didn't know I wasn't thinking honestly because I wasn't thinking at all. I was already at knowledge. Knowledge is the state of being um, aware or informed and thinking means to use one's mind to consider or reason about something. No thinking was necessary for Nancy P because she already knows, thank you very much. Honesty never entered into my mind. I didn't even have a nodding acquaintance with it. I was so steeped in lying, cheating, sneaking and hiding. There was no room for honesty. And any time that I looked deep within myself, all I found was a well of pain, howling rage, and towering fear. And I had no interest in joining anyone anywhere. I just wanted to be left alone, especially I wanted to be left alone. I wanted to be thin and serene. And my non-vision sponsor, the woman I've talked to on the phone five days a week for 38 years, is the only one I never pushed away, and that for sure has more to do with her than with me. So to do the things they say I need to do in this paragraph means I was gonna to have to change, but I didn't know how to change, I couldn't change. 47 years I lived in the wilderness. And when I dialed into this meeting, I got a sponsor, one in whom the problem had been solved. And I did every single thing she said to do immediately and as hard as I could. And she did not jolly me along at all. She was pretty, uh, you know, osso pretty close to the bone. No frills, just the message. But I did begin to change. I began to be able to see my prejudice and find a way to leave it behind. And I began to be honest in my thinking and to recognize honesty in my thoughts and actions. And I began to reach for the answer I saw in her and others. And I got what was promised. Every single promise they have in this book has become a reality in my life. When I did exactly what the book says, as it says, and not with bubble gum and scotch tape, I got what it says I would get in spades. And when I did all of these things, I succeeded. And when I didn't, I failed, and I failed, and I failed, and I failed absolutely. Um, Every breath I take today is one of joy and light and buoyancy, every breath. And the way that I got there was to do the one thing that I always do, stay it with me, surrender, 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 and with that I'll pass.
0: Thank you so much, Nancy P., for your share. Um, although we value everyone's experience, strength, and hope, we ask that you please limit your share to every third day um, to give others a chance to share. So if you shared on um, Monday or Friday, please hold back. Um, and now I'd love to take a list of names who would like to share next.
4: Adrian N.
5: Melissa C.
4: Bonnie B. Shana C.
0: Yep, got you, Shanna. Um, Carolyn N. Okay. Um, and I can take one more. Did you get did Adrian N? I I did, yes. Yeah. I got Adrian, M- Melissa, Shanna, um, Bonnie, and Carolyn. So who else? All right, let's let's go with that. So I've got Adrian N, Melissa C, Shonat Bonnie D, and then Carolyn N will be our first lineup. Go ahead, Adrian, and share with us.
4: Thank you. This is Adrian N in Fort St. Lucie, Florida. I see this as come aboard, uh, you know, join us on the broad highway. And you know, like when we're kids and we go to the playground, it always feels like we can't join. We want to join, but there's something stopping us. In this program, if you want to join, we're all here with open arms waiting to help you, to to carry you along, to love you till you can love yourself. And I just see this as being so, like, welcoming. With an adi- with this attitude, you cannot fail. So please, if you're considering it, join us on the broad highway. With that I pass.
0: Ah, uh, thank you, Adrian, and for your share. And Melissa C, you're up. Go
6: ahead.
5: Yeah, hi. Good morning, Jara. Thanks so much for your service this morning. My name is Melissa C. I'm a compulsive overeater, recovered by God's grace and mercy. I live in New York. And, um, you know, I read this and I think, um, I just, it brings me back really to when I thought that I needed to have the consciousness first and then I'll do the work. Like I thought, and I think a lot of people, it's a similar struggle I see in people especially in step two, they're like, I'm not really sure what God is. So let me, let me listen to you. You tell me your conception of God. Let me see if that works for me, you know, and we'll take a survey of lots of different people's conceptions of God. And then when I've got one, then I'll be willing to do the work. And that's not what this is saying. This is saying, no, (laughs) you know, listen to our testimony, listen to, to the things that people are sharing. And, um, and the people that are sharing have all found their way, their, con- their concept, their, their consciousness could be vastly different. I have some dear friends in this program, and our, our perspective of God, our consciousness of God is different, right? And that's okay. So what does the testimony do? It, it encourages us to search honestly, like really look honestly and make room. I mean, that's what I think, when I think, like, clear the ground, make some space for this. And, and what that looks like, you know, for me was I had to start seeking. Like, that's what it says. You have to start seeking. And what gives me the necessity to seek, you know, is the fact that I'm really quite broken. My step one, under you know, understanding is that only an act of providence is going to only God's grace and mercy, only God's you know, is going to give me this ability to live without killing myself with food. And so then I'm a woman that requires a miracle. And if I have that perspective, then I'm pretty damn open to receiving a miracle. And and so I was also told, you know, when you seek, seek with the intention that you're going to find and seek with, like, a sense of optimism and joy. And so I started, you know, embarking, yes, on the work of the steps. And, and and also in a prayer and meditation practice, and I tried and continued to try lots of different things. It's the one area where I would say it's like a buffet for me. I can try many different things. I can keep my mind vastly open. And, you know, the consciousness, the awareness of your creator, of your understanding, comes to you. And really where it comes is, is through the steps incrementally you know how do you have a conception of god in measured doses along the way um and and with that you can't fail and i think that's the best news of all um with that i'll pass thanks
0: thank you so much melissa c um shanna c you're next go ahead and share with us good morning this is shanna c recover compulsive
7: overeater from tennessee uh Thanks everybody for your shares and thanks to everyone who's been of service. And um, the thing that keeps popping into my mind in reading this paragraph is, is uh, we can only clear the ground a bit. Um, and if our testimony helps to sweep away prejudice enables you to think honestly and encourage you to search diligently within yourself. then if you wish, you can join us on the broad highway. Um, the prejudice, again, it's the old ideas, it's the things that I think I know um, and all I know is when I had got see for me, circumstances made me willing to believe first of all, circumstances made me willing to believe that I was suffering from a real thing that was killing me, and I really didn't know why and then once I started listening to the testimony of others, they started talking about the reality of how they can't eat certain ingredients without triggering what was called this phenomenon of craving which means once I start eating I can't stop and that explained it for me like I thought I was just this dummy and this bad person that you know I don't know it was awful oh god and um I think about how the testimonies also said they're not having to live that way anymore And that may be willing to believe. And their testimony said that they're relying upon a power greater than themselves. And that may be willing to believe. Because I was in so much freaking pain. I mean, it's not funny, but I look back and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, the only reason why I'm absent and recovered and and all of that today is not by me. The disease may be willing to surrender. Um, It was a great persuader. And the testimony of people in whom this thing has been working made me willing to believe it and to take some action. Um, I'm here through the grace of the God of my understanding that I found through working through these 12 steps. And the, and the proof of that is the fact that I'm able to not use food in the control of it or whatever to, for ease and comfort anymore. I'm, I don't have to do that. It's a miracle for my life. I can't do that. I can't muster up that kind of willingness and knowledge. Man, um, and that's about as long as I can get. It encourages me to to search diligently within myself, and and you know, and like like I said, going through those steps, and if you do it the way the book has outlined, you can't help but do but search diligently within yourself, and you do what you can at the level of ability you have in the moment, and you do it fearlessly and thoroughly from the very start, and that's what I had to do. Thankfully, you know, it stuck. And I continue to do this, and I'm grateful that this way of life is just that for me. It's actually a way of life now. It's not a diet. It's it's maintaining that conscious contact with the God of my understanding to where I don't find it necessary to use the substances anymore. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Thanks uh, for letting me share, and thanks for everyone, and I'm um, glad to be here.
0: Thank you, Shanicee. Glad to have you. Thanks for your share. Um, Bonnie D., you're up, followed by Carolyn N. Go ahead, Bonnie.
8: Good morning, everyone. Um, Bonnie B. from Minnesota, gratefully recovered by the grace of God today. And I'm just going to start my timer. Thank you so much. Um, So the shares previous to mine really said most of what I was thinking this morning, but I'll still just share a few things. I came into this program, I was terrified. And when it says we can only clear the ground a bit, I was terrified because I knew how much stuff I had hidden I knew how much baggage I had in the trunk, and the idea of having to, like, unpack it all just terrified me because everything within me for years and years did my best to hide it. I didn't want anyone to see what it was. But this program, because it's incremental and because it's step by step and because there's nothing but just a lot of love from a lot of people, ended up not being nearly as hard as I thought. I didn't have to do it all at once. I did it piece by piece. I did it surrounded by a lot of people that loved me, did not judge me, um, really leaned in because they shared their stories with me. And when they shared their stories with me, I knew for the first time I wasn't unique, that I had a different DNA and that this is just how um, this is just how a lot of us respond. It, it did help me um, piece by piece. It did help me to clear away the, the prejudice. And there was a lot of prejudice about many things that I would never have believed I had prejudice about Um, Many things within my own faith. Um, So, and what does it do? It helps me to be honest and to be able to see things that I couldn't see. There were lots of things I didn't want to see. And then there were things beneath that that I couldn't see. And those are the things that really caused me to grow closer to God. He started showing me things, again, without the bat in the closet. There was no bat in the closet. There was no one beating me up. It was just lay it in front of God, place it in the palm of my hands, offer it back to him as a sacrifice and watch him do what only he can do. The program requires that I search diligently. I do have to be willing to really dig in step four and five, six and seven. And then when I live in town, eleven on 12, when God, his spirit reveals something to me, I have to be willing again to bring it back to him and to own my part and make an amends. But it says, you know, if we do this, when we do this, then um, we're gonna end up walking on that broad highway and that's the highway that um I dreamed of my whole life. It's not the end goal is not the weight on the scale. That was it coming in. It is not. The end goal was clarity in my mind, a peace that passes understanding, one that I've never had before. As a as a Christian woman, one that I've never had. I've I've memorized the scriptures, I've wished for it, I've never owned it. That's that's what I get. But I get that by living in ten, eleven, and twelve. And with this attitude, which is the attitude of, of a willingness to um, um, listen to God when he speaks to your heart, look at the things that, that separate me from him, look at those those character defects, again, in a good way, not a bad way, and then place them before him, then I get to stay here. And the more I do that, the more I sense God, the more I sense God, the greater the program becomes. And so I am forever grateful to this program and to my God. and. For all of you, and if you're a newcomer, you're in a great place, and thank you
0: so much. I'll pass. Oh, thanks, Bonnie. Before you mute yourself, um, can you just clarify your last initial for anyone who's looking up for you on the member list? I'm so sorry about that, Bonnie B from Minnesota. Awesome. No, no, it was I had it wrong. I, so Bonnie B, thank you so much. Um, thank you. And Carolyn N, you you are next. Go ahead, Carolyn.
9: Good morning, Carolyn N, compulsive overeater from Michigan. Parts of this paragraph really came alive for me yesterday. Um, I was not having a good day. I was overtired. I was irritable because I couldn't eat the foods I wanted to. I was grieving food. Um, Yeah, I was just caught up in my thoughts and some self-pity. And um, I reached out and a couple of different people called me. And through their testimony, they really... Um yeah caused me to spend some time to think honestly to search diligently within myself and part of me was probably looking for somebody else to you know help give me a pity party but instead they gave me words that um caused me to look at myself and to um lift me up um and help to give me a shift So I'm very, very grateful for this program, for my sponsor, for all those that are um, willing to take my calls and who encourage and support me.
0: And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Carolyn, and for your share. Okay, so before I take another list of names, I'm just going to remind folks, we are on page 55 of the big book, the fourth paragraph beginning with we can only clear the ground a bit and reading through the consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. So I'd love to take another list of names. Feel free to unmute and just please say your name once and last initial so I can hear everybody. Ken WH. Amy
10: Amy G. Rita. Lisa
11: BT.
0: Okay, let me just tell you who I got. I got Ken WH, Amy G, Rita R, Lisa BT, Cheryl L, and KS. Is there anyone I missed? All right, fabulous. Ken WH, go ahead and share with us your first step.
12: Thanks, Dara. is uh, Ken WH, a compulsive overeater, recovered from North Carolina, glad to be here today. Um, Thanks for the share so far. Very good. And thank you, Nancy, for kicking us off. Well done. Um, This uh, searching, and uh, I think it's kind of already been said in many ways, um, the sweeping away, I I think of the clear away, the wreckage of the past, uh, which is a part of uh, the process of the steps. And... Uh, I know we're talking about HP right now in this whole section, and uh, we're searching f- for that reality within. Uh, and for me, that meant I had to clear away a lot of stuff, a lot of wreckage from the past, a lot of prejudices of about myself, um, let alone others. And um, I just had to search diligently, honestly. It says... Um, uh, that enables me to think honestly and to search diligently. Woo. I didn't want to do either one of those things because I didn't want to go down there. I didn't. <laughs> I was afraid of what was in there and what was going to come out. Um, I've come to learn that it's certainly not any more than my HP can handle. That God, of, that as I understand God uh, today, um, can handle anything. That's in there. Uh, it turns out I'm not Humpty Dumpty after all that, uh, you know, the king's horses and king's men. Now, uh, don't have anything to do with putting me back together. It's all about God uh, getting in touch and, and 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 encouraging that relationship and enhancing that relationship through disciplines that that I'm pursuing on a regular basis today uh, to the best of my ability. And I stumble along this, this broad highway a lot. Uh, there are still some obstacles in my way, and uh, we're working on it. Uh, but I know I don't walk alone, and, and that's the great good news of this program. I do not walk alone. Thanks for letting me share a pass.
0: Uh, thank you, Ken WH, for your share and your service. Um, Amy G., go ahead and share with us, please.
10: Good morning. My name is Amy G. I'm a recovered compulsive uh, eater from Maryland. Thank you so much for your service
13: and for a great meeting. Um, You know, In my
10: humble opinion, it bears repeating, I mean, why is it that we need a power greater than ourselves? You know, step two, the second half of step two is that we need to be restored to sanity. So this whole idea of sweeping away prejudice, I mean, my sponsor made it very clear to me, uh, you know, if your way is working so well, why are you here? I mean, the, the prejudices, all of those things, whatever I believed, whatever I didn't believe, whatever I didn't know, whatever I didn't understand didn't matter when it came to the disease of overeating because I was I was unable to fix myself with whatever I knew, believed, or thought, right? And I definitely, like others have said, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I, this whole thing of, of consciousness You know, the definition is the state of being awake and aware of one's surrounding. And so to work towards that consciousness, what do I have to do? I have to to work. I have to do the work that is necessary. I remember I picked my first sponsor out because she said she was walking down the stairs one night in the hallway to go to a binge and the lights flickered on and off and she was struck abstinence. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that sounds good to me because there was no work involved. I wanted God or whatever I thought to swoop down, you know, and strike me abstinent. But in order to be restored to sanity in my behaviors and in my actions, because I knew the same person would eat again, right? I knew that somehow, some way, I would always think that my best idea would be to put those binge foods in my mouth. I needed to have a different way to live my life in, in its entirety, not just with the food. Food was my solution to life. The problem was me, right? So I had to find a way, a different way. And if that meant a belief in something greater than myself to start being restored to sanity, then so be it. You all show me the way. You all show me how to do these 12 steps. Putting the food down, abstinence is only the beginning. It is an absolute prerequisite. I can't work my way through the steps and find myself abstinent at step 12. But I absolutely need to be restored to sanity in my behaviors and my actions, not just with the food. And that comes from doing the work and slowly becoming awake to the consciousness of another way to live my life with something greater than me. And to me, that's the essence of being restored to sanity and becoming awake. And thank God this program shows me the way through God and the 12 steps. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you so much, Amy G., for your share. Um, Rita R., go ahead and share with us, please.
13: Hi, this is for Rita R., right? Can you hear me?
0: Yes, yes, Rita R., and you'll be followed by Lisa B.T. Go ahead, Rita.
13: Great, thank you so much. Um, You have beautiful shares today. And thank you, Dara, for your service. you know, when you heard my name, I, there was a part of me that was like, Oh, bleep, bleep. (laughs) Um, So what I'm getting from the reading today is, you know, joining others on the broad highway. Um, And there's uh, lots of parts of me that are not really lots, but you know, there's a couple of big ones that are really just reluctant to do that. And that is, is, um, parts of me holding this disease of shame and, um, thinking that, you know, I don't have what it takes, you know, and, um, that's not true. Um, it, those are lies. And, um, so I, you know, and, and, uh, working, uh, steps one, two, and three, you know, I, um, need to turn that over and really trust God that, um, that, 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 that isn't true. And, um, you know, and being ret- restored to sanity, sanity is health and health means that I belong, um, just like every single one of you. Um, and it's only me who's doing this to me, you know? So, um, I'm not in charge of my healing. God is, and um, even though I've, you know, worked the steps, you know, I think it's healing in God's time. Um, So I'm really glad to be here, and I'm so thankful for all of you for sharing from your heart um, and your souls. Thank you so much. I passed.
0: Oh, Rita, R, thank you so much for your share. I'm so glad I heard you. So thank you. Keep sharing with us. Um Lisa B.T., go ahead and share please.
11: Hi, can I be heard?
0: Yes, you can. Go ahead.
11: Oh, good. Okay. Um yeah, I I too I was surprised uh because uh, I have uh, this new um Bluetooth headphones and um you know, I'm in my 60s. I don't really trust technology. I don't know how does Bluetooth even works. So, um I was also really pleasantly surprised to hear to hear that my name was heard um, because I was really struck by um, the shares today. And for me, um, around the issue of healing, I believed, and being on the broad highway, I believed really for all these years um, that ultimately I was seeking healing around uh, the food. Um, That recovered meant I didn't need the food um, in my life. But, you know, I never really took the next step, which was to be recovered in my relationship with my higher power. Um, I have, I just keep struggling with step two, um, which makes sense to me. Um, but how could it be that God would really pay attention to just every little person? Um, you know, that just, and, and you know, I found myself sort of trotting, trotting along on the broad highway, but kind of way over on the side, maybe even a little bit like on the grass on the side, um, just not quite believing that the broad highway is is truly that, you know, it's truly a, an invitation to say, you know, come along, you know, all are welcome on this path. And so I heard something this morning that for some reason, it just, it it just was this very gentle, soft, oh, oh, that's what, that's what being recovered means. And um, I'm extremely grateful. Um, and with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you so much, Lisa B.T., for your share. Grateful for you. Um, Cheryl L., go ahead and share with us. You'll be followed by K F. Go ahead, Cheryl.
11: Good morning, everyone. My name is Cheryl L. I am a compulsive overeater from New Hampshire.
14: And very grateful to um to be listening to you all this morning. Thank you, Dara, for your service as well. um I'm in the midst of working on my fourth step, and um I have to say that I've been having some difficulties you know with it because of um because of fear you know and um getting rid of the stuff that um that I've carried around with me. you know I had abstinence for a period of time and It was just about the food and about service, and and I was good. You know, I had done well with both of those things. But like I've heard, you know, from a lot of you this morning, I had a lot of difficulty with, you know, working on my relationship with my higher power. You know, I saw, you know, my my thoughts were, you know, I'm a busy person, I'm active, I I have a very full and meaningful life, and, and that should be enough. But um but I find that, you know, working this working this fourth step that it's um it's so critical for me to really um, invite my higher power in, you know, to um to this writing so that I don't have that fear and so I don't have feel that feel that uh, despair. Um I I've been you know, somebody said this morning about beating up on you know yourself and um lay it at God's feet, there's no bat necessary and I um i really I really need to do that because um my 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 first inclination is to beat myself up over mistakes that I've made in the past. I'm sorry i just um I'm just feeling very emotional about this process and I really do want to do all of the things that my sponsor is is um asking me to do. And I'm doing the best that I can on a daily basis, but it's, it's definitely not perfect. And that's one of my character defects is perfectionism. And sometimes that works against me because if I can't do it perfectly, then I tend not to do it at all. So um, so I'm praying and this morning and I'm asking uh, my higher power uh, to um, to guide me so that I can... Uh, keep mov- moving forward and find that um, you know find that freedom, find that clarity of mind and and peacefulness peacefulness of my spirit and that um, that you all seem to have. So that's it for me. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Oh, Cheryl L, thank you so much for your transparent and vulnerable share. Really glad to to have you on the line. Um, Ks, go ahead and share with us, please.
15: Good morning. Thank you, Dara, for your service. Uh, My name is K.S., covered Compulsive Overeater in North Carolina. And um, this paragraph is so powerful. Um, It says, with this attitude, you cannot fail. Well, it's just described the attitude. What attitude? Um, The three things that it mentions, think honestly, search diligently, and join us on the broad highway. Well, how do I do that? And it's by doing the steps by taking action and doing the steps, uh, it says, with this attitude, you cannot fail. Well, failure is how I came in here and how I've been with food most of my life. and um, we're looking on page twenty four where it talks about um, being beyond human aid um, there's there's no power that can help us um, and but for the grace of God, and I wrote in my margin grace is unmerited. Divine assistance, the grace of God. But by the grace of God, there would have been thousands more convincing demonstrations of, of failure. It so, says so, so many want to stop but cannot. Um, so, so then it says in the paragraph today. But with this attitude, you cannot fail. So how is that possible? And you know, we do the work. I do the work. And then the great fact is. Um, and again, this is this is from page 25. This we have had deep and effective spiritual experiences that have revolutionized our whole attitude, complete fundamental change in the bedrock, which is broken, as as I heard Melissa C. say last night, um, the bedrock of us is broken. But these deep and effective spiritual experiences have revolutionized our attitude. It's been done to us. It's been done to us. Our whole attitude toward life, our fellows, in God's universe. So we do the work and the great fact, the spiritual experience has happened to us. And the last line of the paragraph today, with this attitude, you cannot fail. The consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. So when I think of consciousness, it reminds me of conscious contact with a higher power. And I get this image of standing on planet Earth just with these huge antennas, just looking and searching waiting for a signal from some power beyond, um, you know, hopeless in my own presentation to the universe. And it comes, it comes. And and I have been rocketed into the fourth dimension and I haven't done anything to make that happen except the work that I've been asked to do through working these steps. And if I do that, then this power is released and it comes to me and it does a work within me that I don't have the power to do. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you. Great. Thank you so much, KS, for your share. Um, Just a reminder to those thinking about sharing, we are on page 55 of the big book, the fourth paragraph, beginning with, we can only clear the ground a bit and reading through the consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. I think I have space for about four to five more names if you have not shared um, yesterday or Friday We'd love to hear from you. Please unmute and give just your first name and last initial only. Freya S.
16: This is Larry K. Kathy M. K.
0: Uh, one second. So um, I got Freya H. I missed someone. Then I got Rose, Sigrid. Larry, and Kathy. Oh, great! Thank you, Sigrid S. Thank so, you. So um. That, That'll be our lineup. Go ahead, Freya H. You'll be followed by Sigrid, then Rose, then Larry, then Kathy. Go ahead, Freya.
17: Good morning. This is Freya H., Recovered Compulsive Eater, Bulimic in Colorado. Thank you so much, everybody, for your service. Amazing, amazing shares. I love it. Um, I wanted to share in this paragraph because that first line, you know, we can only clear the ground a bit, is such a statement of humility. You know, there and also it um like someone else mentioned, that the people who wrote this book are saying we can't do it for you. You know, you have to you have to adopt this attitude and go ahead and do the work yourself. But um but just follow these directions and we will, you know, this will guide you to get there. So that humility of, you know, we we can't we can't um reveal this to you, we can't package it up for you, we can't give it to you. But here's what we did and go ahead and try it too. And um for me, the promise that um that, that it's sure, you know, that I cannot fail, that this is going to happen for me was so important because I was, you know, thinking that of my own power, I needed to do this thing perfectly and I needed to somehow create this, you know, new awareness in myself and I needed to bring about this spiritual awakening in myself. So I was obsessed with doing it right. And I always had this, you know, this feeling that I was down for the count, that it wasn't going to happen for me. So to have these, this, you know, unequivocal promise in there that you cannot fail, you know, you, this, this this is going to happen for you. So, so important. And as I was listening to everybody, the image of the broad highway came to mind that it doesn't say you know, surely we're going to, and you can join us at the end of the, you know, at the destination at the, the lodge where we're all having a party, it says on the broad highway, which means we're just going to keep on going. You know, this isn't about an ending point or a destination. This is about just um, joining our fellows on this journey of spiritual seeking. So I love that reminder that it's not about getting somewhere. You know, my addict wants to, you know, wants to get get to the end and, you know, live happily ever after. And that's not what this is about. Instead, I get to live um, in contentment and satisfaction and peace and just trust that God's going to unfold whatever needs to be unfolded and bring about awareness. Whatever awareness or experience I'm having right now, that's my higher powers plan for me. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Great. Thank you, Freya H., for your share. Sigrid F., you're next. You'll be followed by Rose. Go ahead, Sigrid.
18: Hi, good morning, Sigrid S.
2: from Florida.
18: So, yeah, the words that jump out at me, think honestly and search diligently within yourself, right? And then it goes to the broad highway, and I thought, hmm, what does that mean? Well, the opposite of broad is narrow, and my thinking was narrow. It was all about me all the time, positive or negative, it was always some, you know, something in how it related to me. And that was the problem. But I didn't know it. And I, until I was called to my attention, I don't think I was capable of thinking honestly um, or searching internally. And then once, you know, it's like when you see something, you can't unsee it. Once, Once you see it, it, it just keeps blossoming, and that's why it's this broad highway because it just, it just keeps going. This journey just continues and unfolds. It's not linear, the highway. It's got its ups and downs for sure, but it's a much better highway than that narrow thinking path that I lived on for so long. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sigrid, so much for your share and your service. Um, Rose, I did not catch your last initial, but please give it to us as you go ahead and share.
13: Hi, this is
19: Rosa R., uh, Recovering cold, Compulsive Overeater in Colorado. Um, I am so grateful for this meeting this morning. Um, I am uh, working Step 2 abstinent for the first time, and I am really, really horrified at the levels of of self-will that I'm in and how subtle they are. Um, Even just the dishonesty, you know, um, the times that I tell myself I'm being honest or justify dishonesty, um, it's just baffling, you know, when you say it out loud. Um, and, And when you tell someone, it's like, oh my gosh, like I completely lied. And I, in my mind, I thought that was okay. You know, that's that's what self-will is. It, it, we can't see the true from the false. Um, and so, you know, this line, um, I'm in step two, so it's, it's just very fitting for me that we're, we're in this particular chapter. Um, but, you know, recognizing without God, I'm still in self-will. Self-will is extremely dangerous. Self-reliance is extremely dangerous for an addict. And I didn't used to think that. I, I was, you know, I was miserable um, and dishonest, like not abstinent. I was being dishonest about my abstinence. And I was like, what, why, why? Like, you know, it's just, it's incredible how much delusion I've been in. And, um, you know, in step two, again, my brain is like, oh, you can't move on with the other steps until your consciousness about God is fully formed. Like you have to have this conception all, all fleshed out, and it's, it's saying here, no, like you, the consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. So I just I needed this as a reminder to you know, first of all, check yourself because you are in self-will and your honesty is is going to be fuzzy right now, um, but also. Uh, don't get stuck on the God idea and the God concept that you got to c- figure God out because God will reveal themselves to you as you do these steps. And so I'm just so grateful to be on this meeting here, other recovered compulsive overeaters, you just give me so much hope um, and you just keep, you keep the bumpers up for me to, to stay on the path towards the broad highway and i i want to get there so bad but i haven't seen it quite yet so i'm just holding on to the hope um, from from watching miracles around me Um, and yeah thank you so much with that i'll pass
0: thank you so much for your share um larry k go ahead
16: good morning good morning larry k recovered compostable reader from chicago I'm going to piggyback on. I like when Amy. I tell Amy I like when she opens her mouth (laughs) because I learn a lot. I'm going to piggyback on what she said. Um, You know, we're 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 talking about this broad highway. Uh, (laughs) The broad highway isn't very crowded. You know, it's not crowded at all. the the, uh, the The road to recovery is not crowded at all. You know what is crowded? that there's a, there's a, there's a trail right next to the broad highway. It's a narrow trail and it's filled with doubt and fear. And if you see the inaction in, in and if you see people on it, I, I remember cause I was on that trail right next to the broad highway and I had a, a magic wand in my hand and I had uh, I had a, a container of pixie dust in my hand, and you see people throwing around the pixie dust and and aimlessly waving their magic wands around, (laughs) and we're just hoping for a feeling, and we're hoping to just feel some sort of change as as we're just walking around bumping. It's so crowded on that narrow trail, and we see, I I look over at the broad highway. There's nobody on the broad highway. There's, There's so few people, and you know, because the narrow trail is f- filled with doubt and fear and inaction and, and, uh, and, and, and paralysis. And, you know, the, so th- there is no pixie dust solution, right? The only barrier to get on that broad highway, th- there's no big barriers. The only barrier is my paralyzing fear. And when I feel paralyzed by fear, you know what? I find it really difficult to move. I find it difficult to think and I feel the fear and the fear just keeps me stuck. And I keep bumping into you right next to me that's so crowded there and I keep bumping into you and, and, I, and I try to wave my magic wand at you and then you wave it at me and it just doesn't work. We have to take action, take actions that we do not yet believe in to get on that broad highway. And that's what I needed. And I, unfortunately for me, I needed more pain Man, I needed some pain because there was a, you know, I saw, I saw Harlan and some other people on the broad highway. I said, no, come on over. Just got to take some action. Just trust. I saw other people. I didn't want to do it yet. I needed to eat some more. I needed to eat some more. I needed relationships, to, you know, to dissolve. I needed more pain. Oh, man, but that's what it took. So, so grateful for Voices of Recovery here, you guys. Thanks so much. With that, I pass.
0: Oh, thank you, Larry, for your share. Um, Kathy M., we've got a little over two minutes um, for you to share if you'd like to press star one and unmute.
20: Uh, Kathy M., Massachusetts,
11: can you hear me? Yeah. Oops, uh, go ahead, Kathy.
20: Uh, Kathy M., Massachusetts? Yeah, please share with us. Good, good. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh thank you for taking my call. Thank you for everyone that's doing service today. Um I, I feel a little repetitive here, but um you know, I, I used to um I, I never understood why we read this chapter. It's just like I have a higher power, I have a God. I you know, like why are we reading this? I don't need to read this and um every time I read it I go, yeah, you need to read this. Um, you know, uh, where do I find this higher power? Deep down inside of me. You know, how do I do it? I I'm fearless. I'm honest, and I'm diligent. And I know everybody's That's pretty repetitive. But um, the word that struck out to me today was the word prejudice. And, and I realized that you know, no matter how much I uh, I, I search, and I'm honest, and I'm fearless, there are, there are times in my life where um, my self will and my character defects uh, take over and come out of my mouth and show on my expression on my face. And and when all that happens. I am not relying on my higher power. I am not letting my higher power run the show. So uh I have to really be careful um when I do that. I, I have I have tools that I can use that that, that bring me back in, in line and and maybe they put me on the broad highway, I don't know. I hope so. That's what I'm trying for. But anyway, um I just uh I need to continue 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 to um um search diligently. Be honest. Boy, that's a hard one and, and be fearless about uh um, how my higher, higher power can help me run my life, and and I looked up the word consciousness today, and and, and consciousness of your belief it's it's an awakening, and and uh, you know when when um when I when I see when I see through the fog and I see my character defects and how they're blocking out my higher power, then uh, then that's another little awakening for me. So, uh, thank you for taking my call, and have a great day.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Kathy M, um, and thank you to everyone who shared. Um, and who did service on this meeting. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The Share ID for today, this meeting, Tuesday, January 17th, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, is 19,859. We will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Ramona A., will you please read a vision for you for us?